Hello nerds and welcome to another episode. This time I'm gonna talk about a few more books with LGBT plus characters and I'm gonna start with Morris by Forster. I absolutely love this one. It plays in the early 20th century England and while it was written in 1913 to 1914, it was published one year after the author's death in 1971. Forster didn't want it to be published earlier since Especially back then, homosexuality was completely unheard of and he feared what would happen and he thought it would make him vulnerable. Also, this book doesn't end with a gay couple being hanged or otherwise killed, so people wouldn't have been very happy about it during this time. And today people, straight people, still wonder why we need our Pride Month. Straight people never had any problems getting married, being in a relationship or reading a book after book with straight romances unlike people part of the LGBT plus community. And yet they still won their straight pride. I mean, how many books, songs and movies exist with straight people and how many exist with not straight people? I think there's a slight difference. I've seen so much straight media that I'm sick of it <laughs> and it, it's kind of just boring to me now. The gayer the better. Anyway, back to the book. At the age of 14, Morris Hall discusses getting married and women in general with his prep school teacher Ben Dewey's Dewey's Dewey, Dice. I don't know how to pronounce his name, sorry, just before Morris would go to a public school. Even after this talk, getting married to a woman didn't feel right for Morris. A few years later he starts to study at Cambridge where he meets the student Clive Durham. They later become friends and Durham introduces Morris to ancient Greek writings about same-sex love. They first have an incredibly sweet and, and affectionate friendship, which of course develops into an adorable relationship. They do hide it due to being scared of what could happen to them should their secret come out. Especially after someone they knew got arrested for trying to kiss another man. They're trying to navigate the relationship, but mostly Clive fears what might happen if they are discovered. After a trip to Greece, he tells Morris that he loves women now and that they should, well, stop their relationship and that Morris should also try to start liking women. Because apparently it's quite easy. Good to know. Morris, of course, is quite devastated and he later does see his doctor about this to try and get cured. Which, of course, doesn't work. During this time he stays at Clive's house, who is now married. After Morris meets another man, who he falls for pretty quickly, he starts to accept his sexuality and his doctor advises him to move to another country where being gay is not lawed anymore or at least more accepted. I was ready for it to break my heart and make me cry but while a few moments did hurt a lot, I didn't cry. Especially since the ending was a happy and perfect one. There is apparently an addition with an additional ending where Morris and his lover are in each other's arms and they decide to run away together. But I unfortunately don't have that edition. I thought about getting it, but I don't really like the cover, so I'm not gonna get it. <laughs> and there are fanfiction, so it's more than fine. I also recently discovered that there's a movie based on this book, and for some reason I never heard of it. 
So of course I watched it. And what can I say other than it was amazing and I definitely recommend it to you. It really was perfect. Watch it if you want to, of course, but watch it. It's really good. The next book I'm going to talk about after this masterpiece is Ophelia After All by Raquel Marie. Ophelia, which is by the way a really nice name, has had a lot of crushes on boys throughout her life. She's a romantic at heart and dreams of a perfect relationship with a perfect boy. Her friends and family call her boy crazy because of that, which is why Ophelia feels like she has been lying to them when it's a girl she can't get out of her head instead of a boy. And the firm image she has of herself starts to crumble. Because that's not enough, some tension builds up in the friend group and it gets a little bit out of control. Things are said, the person later regrets and secrets are revealed. Now Ophelia has to choose between sticking to this boy crazy, she always has a crush on some boy image or rediscover herself and accept herself as she is. I really love this one. Just, it's, it's so beautiful. Look at the cover with all those flowers. This book basically feels like a walk through a bunch of flowers, which is fitting considering Ophelia has a rose garden. She even named all her roses after her friends, which is incredibly sweet. In general, where the relationships between the characters in the friend group, where some friendships have lasted since forever, much more realistically written than in other young adult novels. Not that I could judge how such a big friend group works, but it was really fun to be on Ophelia's journey, which was messy and it didn't go in a straight line, but in a queer one. Anyway, sorry. I also really loved that it wasn't your typical ending you might have expected. It wasn't sad, it was just different and it was just a very sweet scene between three best friends. It was perfect. Besides Ophelia being queer, there are more queer characters. A lot of them in her friend group, cause queer people apparently tra travel together. Just That's how it is, I guess. One is asexual, another one aromantic, and one of them is questioning their sexuality as well. All in all, a wonderful book and I can highly recommend it. I really need more books written by this author. The next book I want to talk about is One Last Star by Casey McQuinston. A book I enjoyed for the most part, even though there were some things I didn't like that much. But first, a short summary. Her whole life, August was expected to help her mother find her brother, who disappeared decades ago. It became too much and August moved to New York to find herself and moves into a flat where she also meets her new flatmates. They are amazing and kind of saved the book, to be honest. The friendship is heartwarming and their personalities are just wonderful. I really love those characters and I wish that they had appeared more often in the story. Anyway, after a not so good day at school, can there even be a good day at school? Highly unlikely. She takes the Q train where she meets Jane and she kind of immediately 
gets a crush on her. From that day on, whenever August takes the train, she meets Jane. Every single time. And after a while, she notices that Jane isn't only on the same train, but also in the exact same train car. Which would be really creepy if the book was a thriller. It isn't though. Meaning, there must be a different explanation. But what? Well, time travel, of course! Exactly! Jane somehow gets stuck in a time loop and has been on the train for decades. She also doesn't remember how that happened and in general doesn't remember her past. Since August had to be some kind of private detective while living with her mother, she knows how to look for missing people. Thus, she starts to try and figure out how to help Jane remember what happened and what her past was like. I really love this part. Finding out what happened to Jane and what her life was like around the 1970s was a lot of fun and really interesting. But as much as I was rooting for the relationship, there was a point where it became too much and there was a little bit too much PDA. After a while I was just skipping pages cause things were happening that I didn't want to know about and around the middle part the story also starts to slow down and I kind of hoped that the book would be over soon. That sounds really bad but other than that, other than those parts that I just mentioned, it was a really great story. So check it out and maybe you're gonna like it. And now moving on to the last book for this episode, Summer Bird Blue by Cami Dawn Bowman. It starts out with Rumi, her sister Leah and the mother in the car. Rumi and Leah both love music and even write songs together. They have that game where they say three words and that's not the title of the new song, where they just need to write some more lyrics too. Lyrics that make sense, ideally. <laughs> They're playing that game again in the car and that's where they get Summer Bird Blue. Now the book title makes sense. Love it when that happens. They already try to think of some lyrics that could go with the title when they get into a car accident. Leia dies and Rumi gets sent away to live with her aunt in Hawaii after her mother deals with the grief on her own. Rumi understandably feels abandoned by her mother and misses her sister terribly. So far from home she struggles to deal with grief and she doesn't want to make music anymore. After a while she befriends two of her neighbors, Kai who makes her be a part of, this, of his friend group and an 80 year old who has lost his family years ago. She often visits her old neighbor to listen to music together and that's how she slowly starts to heal and find her way back to music to hopefully finish the song she insists to never get to finish. While dealing with her grief and finding herself, she also figures out her sexuality. After Kai asks her out and she goes on a date with him, 
she starts to realize that she has no interest in dating or anything like that and that she's both asexual and aromantic. Luckily, this rejection doesn't impact their friendship negatively and they stay in contact. Overall, a wonderful story that warmed your heart while breaking it simultaneously. And that's it with another episode. I didn't plan on uploading a podcast about queer books during Pride Month, actually. I completely forgot that it's June. <laughs> anyway, a nice coincidence. What also what's a nice coincidence is that I'm gonna go to the Pride March on the 25th of June with my best friend and I'm gonna upload this episode on the 25th of June. Lovely coincidences. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed it and until next month, goodbye!